Remember, for it to be a forward pass, it's got to go forward. Kaepernick, end zone, Crabtree, broken up, picked off! This game is over! Well, I'm the best corner in the game! When you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're gonna get! Don't you ever talk about me! L.O.B. He wants to get in a fight, you can't do that! The quarterback, you can't fight! Welcome along to a very special edition of the Off The Ball NFL podcast. I sounded a little croaky there, it wasn't yeah. supposed to be, I don't know why. It's the first time I've spoken to my travelling companions. We've been blissfully ignoring each other, wandering around in silence. With me, Donnie Mahoney. Hello. With me, angry producer Mick, Mick McCarthy. Hello, Jack. How you doing? We're, um, we're coming at you from the home of the Boston College Eagles Alumni Stadium. And with us is a Boston College alumnus, Mahoney. Who um, you know he's a bit ambivalent about his return to Boston. He's like, I used to be a young man. The sap used to flow up in my veins. Mm. Now it leaches from me, from my pores, with a quiet desperation as middle age sets in. That's how you're feeling, right? Well, I haven't been back on this fine campus in I would. It's been 13 years, I'd say. Right. It was graduation day, May 2002. A fine day like today. Um, and it's 35 degrees, by the way. Yeah. Feels like it. And it's you know if you were just to be sort of thrust back into your 22 year old self chair uh, I think you know the kind of feelings that I would be feeling right now panic <laughs> uh, fear yeah s- sort of bewilderment at life and how time passes and yeah do you keep in touch with any of your um, Boston College I keep in touch with one person Joanna Vanden she's my flatmate I'm hoping to meet her tonight actually for a drink after yeah, very good yeah I was trying to get her to come to this but Right. No interest. But yeah. uh, She still lives here. She still lives in Boston. She's from Oklahoma, but she's uh, resettled here and is now a proper Bostonian. Um, and so you come to a place like Boston, uh, which, by the way, I think is an unbelievable city. It's You fly in and you're going, holy, this is, this is beautiful from the airplane. And then nothing that you see ever debunks that sense of this being one of the most beautiful places I've ever been. And also, it's one of the best sports cities I can imagine because they have everything. They've at least got interesting stuff going on and um, you could have had that instead you live in Dublin where the rain comes sideways at us in the middle of summer and it's like it was 11 degrees Celsius not this Fahrenheit bullshit that we have to deal with over here for one of the days a couple of weeks ago well what I can say to you is for six years of my life I had it all the time and it was great and it was amazing but the, sometimes a man has to uh, do what a man has to do and go chasing his destiny elsewhere and I, my, my destiny wasn't in this city as, as fine as it is to visit now and again it was uh, about four months of snow like absolutely crippling snow this month this year Joe so I don't know I wouldn't be too um, what? wouldn't be too down on Dublin a little bit of snow a little bit of snow it wasn't, it wasn't a little bit of snow they weren't able to move for four months in the yeah city. but they're prepared but for it's, it it's now nice I wouldn't be. I'm just not. I'm just not going to sit here and accept your Dublin bashing just because we're out of it. Well, I mean, in fairness, Danny made a fine choice to go and live in. You're in from Clare, so I don't know what you're getting all defensive about. Even though I'm you sound uh, like you're from Dublin. I'm, I'm an Irish manager. Dublin, yeah. my capital city. Um, let's uh, let's talk about the beloved Patriots. We you you picked them in your picks last week, Donny. They were right. excellent. Uh, Brady had 17 or 16 consecutive uh, completions at the start of the game. It was only a push for Danny, though. Yeah, garbage time, TD. But uh, Dion Lewis. Uh, 
who I nervously selected into my fantasy team last week, uh, did the job as the sort of in the Shane Vereen role. Shane Vereen is one of those players who's really, who's like acquired a sort of like he's like the Makaleli role. Yeah. Um, and no one really understands this. The, over, yeah. the overrated, underrated player. No, just, like, was. just somebody who just does who personifies their position that like the dif- the diminutive central midfielder, defensive midfielder, or Dion Lu- in Shane Vereen's case, the sort of running back who can catch passes out of the backfield. Yeah, um, he's pretty good at it. He's pretty good at it. Doesn't not like amazing at it either. Yeah, uh, and there's mm. a lot of fears that the Patriots could replace him, but Dion Lewis. Did well, the Patriots. I mean, they gave up a lot of yardage on the ground to D'Angelo Williams, which I would be worried about going forward. But um, no surprise, really. I mean, you know, the, the champions—they got a raucous welcome, and uh, I think they're, the there's the scorched earth tour heads to Buffalo this week, as the Patriots. I think are just going to just be destroying all in sunder this. I season. don't know. The the Patriots and Rex have history. Sure. Rex likes to trash talk and then get beaten by them, but he has actually beaten them in some big games in the past. Yeah, yeah. And Buffalo look like they're a team. They managed to win last week. Three targets for Sammy Watkins, no completions though. Huh. Wow. arms with all these irrelevant stats that he has from his fancy teams. Not really that relevant to the game to, uh, this weekend about how many targets Sammy Watkins had last well, week. Well, the point was that he was their outstanding player on offense last year, and they managed to win a game easily last week without him yeah. they also discovered a quarterback in Tyrod who was uh, yeah. who's good Like, uh, let's not get carried away there's been a lot of it was a beautiful mm. pass to Percy Harvey yeah, I seem to remember a couple of Bills uh, quarterbacks looking pretty good after the, the start of the first season but um, let's leave it a while uh, the he's not a rookie is the thing you know so he's actually he's been sitting watching Joe Flacco do stuff for a long period of time and he can play a type of game that's you know He's a running quarterback who also has a rocket arm. That's not, not millions of those about. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they have some weapons. If Harvin is, you know... Not a clown. Not a clown. Which He's the Harvin of the Vikings. Um, and you've got this guy, Carlos Williams. That touchdown he scored was incredible. He That was an incredible run. Shady is there. He pulled out of practice there yesterday, so Who is I this? think he's going to play. Shady? Shady, yeah. yeah so. He's not going to have a full week of practice any week this year, I don't think. Yeah, he went home early yesterday. There's also, there was... Um, direct to have a party with women only. <laughs> but the... Yeah. Did you miss that story? Mm. Nick's like, he didn't know anything about this. I was wondering where you were going with that. He, he had an ad in the... It was a big, big thing. It was like a, what, Instagram, was it? He definitely placed an ad, party, women only. Yeah. Well, those are the best parties. I was at a... Do you ever this Detroit uh, hip hop DJ named um, DJ Assault? He was DJing in Odessa in Dublin last summer, and he basically after the gig, he was a phenomenal gig, and he was just like, everybody looks want you know there's an after party in my hotel room, but it's, it's ladies only, and, and like he didn't just say what he said about twenty times. Yeah, the more I don't think he got any uh, any takers, any takers. But anyway, um, but tomorrow on Sunday afternoon, it's going to be a brilliant. Like I'm really excited for this game, Buffalo New England. I. I I kind of hated Rex as a Jets person, but now that he's free from the Jets, I think he brings a lot of positivity to that team. There's definitely a feel-good factor around Buffalo, and like I like Buffalo, a great team, passionate fans, um, bit of history there. I, I like to see them kind of good and feisty. I, I, I'm looking forward to this. This t- on Sunday afternoon. While we're having this conversation, there's a highlights package of Boston College moments throughout the years being played on the big screen out here. Yeah. 
I kind of am really looking forward to this game tonight. Now, if, if there's anything like some of these things, there was the post being dragged down by crazy fans. There was the Doug Flutie game. Mm-hmm. It was just a brilliant highlights package. You never went to a game here, did you? No, I did. The uh, I went to like four my my freshman year, and then I just I went on strike against the spirit of what this place stood for, so I didn't go to any more. But the the last game I was at was this was basically these kind of marketing people who were marketing students. They decided, hey. Let's all wear these yellow T-shirts to these games, and that say "Super Fan" on them. Yeah, and they're not really interesting or nice T-shirts or anything, but everybody really latched onto it. And, and basically, for my whole freshman year of college, everybody was just wearing Super Fan shirts around campus, like as clothes. Yeah, everywhere you went. So, and I saw a banner walking around the stadium yesterday, and it said. November twentieth, nineteen ninety eight, the birth of the Superfan against, against Georgia Tech, against uh, Virginia Tech. It was Virginia. like um, it was a historical moment that I, you know, I, I was a witness to history. Not many people can say that, but like you'll see it tonight. The Superfans will be out in full force, um, making noise. You know, Sports Center here. It's there's a lot of uh, yeah. It's gonna be a, there's gonna be a big prime time. Moment. We're gonna try and get Mick to streak on Sports Center. No problem. Yeah, done. People Dan are, and Dan. well, the, you people often. Uh, bring like signs like at wrestling events too, yeah. and like maybe we'll get some sort of like. There's generally a lot of like penis and dildo signs, aren't there? Yeah, and Donald Trump jokes that kind of right. Thing. Yeah, like the the purple dildo they put in the ear. Yeah, of yeah, it's basically. <laughs> <laughs> it's What's his name? Um, Alan. Alan Irwin. Yeah, Alan Irwin. Oh, poor Alan Irwin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we should talk about the, like, the game last night. So, was, yeah, only time you're in America, you try and watch some football sure. on American soil. I had to go to bed in the third quarter because I uh, had too much wine at dinner. But um, Peyton Manning looked awful. And then I woke up this morning like, oh, Peyton Manning answers all his critics. And I'm like, I don't think he does. I don't really think he does. Yeah, it was, it was like, he looked terrible. Yeah. Totally terrible. Um, but then, you, you didn't see the last drive, though. No. He was very good in the last drive. He made some... Really tough passes. Now, Demarius Thomas. Is another Sanders touchdown? Yeah, Sanders. Yeah. Like, really bad clock management by Kansas City. And, um, oh, shit. Like, you could do... But, like, when... Off timeouts and off the two-minute warning, when they could kind of take a second and sort of gather themselves, um, Denver sort of seemed, you know, seemed decent. Um, but, like, when when, uh, when Jamal fumbles that ball and it gets returned for a touchdown, just the look of sort of, like... Dumb luck on the on the Broncos sideline after they won that game. Like they did not deserve that game at all. So they were a point up with like a minute left, and then Jamal. No, uh, I think it was tied twenty one twenty one or something like that. And then, you know, and then Jamal is like um, Jamal fumbles, and it's and it's like uh, and Kansas City run it in. Like Denver runs it in yeah. and gets a touchdown off it. So like everybody is just like, and the, you know, there's 40 seconds left in the game. For some reason, Kansas City is run, is running the ball, even though there's 40 seconds left, and they just need to get down the field to get a field goal. Or well, you know, that's I was giving out about that last night. They were just like I was, was amazing all game. Ah, but Joe, they were on their own 20. Like, 40 you know, with 40 seconds no gone, one, they one time out. They didn't. They didn't bother. Like it was just they just went for playing for overtime. It's like I'm glad when teams lose games when they do that. But obviously the fumble was. Yeah. Uh, Charles was pretty upset about it. He was blaming yeah. himself after the game Slammed. and stuff, which I kind of think is harsh. Slammed his helmet. But I guess when you're like so, by so far the best player on your team, you yeah. kind of want to just bring them everywhere. But Peyton, that last drive was really good in fairness. Yeah. yeah. They've got they had two close wins now in two weeks. The other takeaway is that their their defense is unbelievable. Yeah, they're good. I mean, and there's another, but. At the same time, I mean, Manning threw another pick six or whatever last night. Like, um, he, I don't know. He was since Kubek has come in, they've been doing a lot of like Manning um, taking you know 
not just that. not at the shotgun. Yeah, and mm. as as they sort of evolved in that game, they they went all shotgun, and he seemed to be having more luck that way. But like, yeah, he was he was sacked I think three times in the first half as well. Like, so he has to be in the shotgun. He just yeah. he just seemed more comfortable. He seemed more like himself. But there's no velocity on the ball. They went shotgun in the second half. Yeah. yeah, there's no velocity on the ball when he's trying. I mean, no. he had a good drive. There was some good catches, but it looks it's floating, it's popping through the air, yeah. and it's just like when you're talking about Peyton Manning, you're probably talking about the best. Throwing quarterback at least of all time. He looks like you know. the throws that I would do. <laughs> like, yeah. A little bit. It's kind of weird to watch, but they're too low. They are, yeah. <laughs> you got to think that once the weather gets worse and like it gets cold, that he's going to stick Osweiler in, aren't they? Yeah, he's like going to get hurt not, if he keeps getting sacked as well. I don't know how sustainable it is long term, but like at the same time, you know. Also, they're running back. They're not, not going to bench him if he's not hurt. Who would you rather have, him or Alex Smith? You know. Um, Alex Smith played badly last night. Yeah, come on, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be at the stage yet where I'm talking about benching Peyton or talking about him in the same breath as Alex Smith. But it's amazing. He's not there yet. Like If you look at how Hillman and Anderson are just like, you know, they're just, just really average all of a sudden. Yeah. And last year they were phenomenal. And like, you know, the way that the Denver passing game sort of makes the running game really strong and like inevitably once Manning, once they can control him passing, then like they can't run it either, you know. So the, it's, it's it'll be interesting to see how the season goes. Mm. Okay, so that's... um. That's those uh, main storylines from last week. The other, obviously, most important storyline that emerged from last week is that the San Francisco 49ers are going to win the Super Bowl. Because <laughs> you picked them. The greatest turnaround that we're, we've ever seen. Yeah, they've had, they've had 30 draft picks in the last three years. They've had 10 picks every year. So they have this roster stocked with young, thrusting talent. And uh, they've got a bunch of he- former head coaches now as offensive coordinators all of whom had been promoted beyond their levels, have now realised that they're more humble men and they've mm-hmm. come back... And they're a guy who's promoted above his level. But, well, you see, that's... He's just a blue... He's from Pittsburgh. He's a blue-collar guy. Oh, yeah. He looks like he's from Pittsburgh. He grew up in the shadow of... Sounds um, like he's from Pittsburgh. He grew up in the shadow of the Steelers and that's yeah. who they're playing this weekend. Yeah. So, I actually think the Steelers are going to beat them. Yeah, they are. But, uh... Carlos Hyde was unbelievable yeah. in this mm. game. I don't know, did you see his 360-degree spin move for the second touchdown? It was like he cuts right, nothing there. Literally does a 365 Madden-esque spin and then shuffles over to the corner where the lead blocker is Colin Kaepernick for him. Right. So, uh, yeah. Mick just hates the San Francisco 49ers because he's stuck with Colin Kaepernick in his dynasty fantasy team. Well, that might change if Colin Kaepernick suddenly becomes, you know, a 50-yard rusher per game with a touchdown and throws three touchdowns and 250 yards every game. I'll take that, you know? Yeah. It's Give me 20 points, win me, Colin, and then I'll be a fan. He may well get it this week. Um, the safeties and the corners for the Steelers are apparently oh awful. Mm. Uh, so we're going to see some Tory Smith they, this week. They were so asleep last and week. Vernon Davis is back. <coughs> like, Gronk's first touchdown last week was bord- bordering on disgraceful. It's comedy. Like, I actually have never seen a defense in the NFL so out of sorts. It was insane. Well, well no, hang on. He what actually would have walked... Like walk messages into the head for headset, no, but somehow the, the headset stopped working miraculously. The most expensive league in the world can't get the headsets to work God, at the home so of the New York so boring. The Patriots didn't have any headset um, activity whenever that was happening for about Bill two Belichick minutes. Bill is a disgrace. There, that's a direct quote from a Bostonian sports A high-powered expert. Bostonian person. It was one of the greatest moments of my life. Uh, he was just pointing in my face telling me that Belichick is a disgrace. Yeah. He's disgraceful. Yeah. I was like, this is, this is where I'm meant to be living, Jet. It is. Forget yeah. about Donnie. 
This is where I belong. Yeah, honestly, there was no, there's no sense of you thinking I need to get out here and I need to live here. Well, I've only been here a day, but I've been enjoying it so far. Yeah. <laughs> was, uh, if the Red Sox went in Toronto this weekend, I think it could be dangerous for me. I think I might have gone all three days and um, probably fallen in love even more. I was driving a car, Bob LaBelle's car around yesterday for some reason, and um, he had the sports radio station on. Interesting to note that sports media people listen to sports radio. Maybe it's not that surprising. Anywho, he, uh, there was a discussion. There was a, a, a caller had rang in and said that um, was to complain about the uh, theme tune of the sports radio show. It was like their, their SIG tune was Pearl Jam, some Pearl Jam song, and a caller didn't like it at all, and he had some suggestions for him. And there was like some a Metallica, Seek and Destroy, maybe that's a good theme tune. But the, um, you know, these are the these are the kind of discussions that you could be having. Yeah. Uh, or in Boston. Be, yeah, as a yeah, you could be. You, I could see APM being like one of those guys ringing in sports radio, like every. Uh, I ring, so you've demoted me to a member of the public now. I'm not in the media anymore, as long as I'm here. Hey, man, you know, you could, you could, you okay, could no, that's fine. take any job. You know, you could take any job yeah. here, and you'd be able to go to the games, and you wouldn't have to be. Yeah, you could just be a fan. Emotionally invested, or uh, you would be able to get. I'm not qualified invested. to do anything else. So I'm barely qualified to do this. Um, yeah, well, that's definitely true. <laughs> Uh, okay, so we should get to mixed picks pretty quick. Um, oh, yeah. There were a lot of other stories last week. The Seahawks got beaten. The comeback miracle water that uh, Russell Wilson's been hawking. That didn't seem to work so much, mm. Russell. The, they are struggling against the Rams. Rams are going to be decent this year. They could have won the game. Let's, let's wait a week or two before we start judging them. Uh, well, I think they're all, uh, obviously brilliant. They've got one of the best coaches in any sport and anything in the world and they've uh, added Jimmy Graham who it turns out is going to be a recent uh, decent option in the red zone um, and I don't know is there anything else uh, Megatron seems to be maybe a little bit past it uh, mm-hmm. we'll see that it. was a weird game actually that was two halves San Diego yeah San Diego Keenan Allen superstar yeah, yeah. he would have been a good pickup. I tried all summer to get him off people I wrote a uh, fantasy football advice column for Balls that this week the first oh, yeah. time I ever tried to do that yeah how'd that work well I've said Did Eddie. You I, said your last in last both games? I said Eddie Royal. Well, no. I said Eddie Royal was going to have a big week. <laughs> he did not. Uh, Three points. I said Carlos Hyde was a corpse. <laughs> he was not. But I was right about Danny Woodhead, who I said would explode yeah. and, and get a lot of points. Yeah. So the Danny Woodhead injustice keeps getting worse and worse. You stole Danny Woodhead from me in the know. fantasy league. You did. You did totally. It was an accident, but you did. You totally did. I should actually get him back. Well, sort of that with Moyles. Well, you shouldn't have dropped him to try and... You were trying to be too smart yeah. by half. Hang on. I, I, sorry. Because I read the rules and, and realised that there needed to be a set, set yeah, of... Either way, he wasn't on your team. You didn't protect him. There was one that... Um, there was one... You basically caught him and hoped that he wasn't picked up on waivers, like if you were there an was, NFL team. Well, because I had first choice. No, but as a, if you were an NFL team. Um, a fancy honour. There was one red zone section where... Danny Woodhead squeezed in for a touchdown. Austin Safarian Jenkins squeezed in oh, for a yeah. touchdown. And the guy from the Saints, who they've decided is their number one receiver that they kept quiet, all three of them have been on my... Oh, Brandon Coleman. Yeah, all three of them have been on my roster at one stage. And I'm like, ah, oh, bollocks. Mm. No good. But ultimately, I ended up with 160 points. So, yeah. you know, the rich, how bad? The rich get richer. <laughs> it's a good week for tight ends. I beat Danny in that league, by the way. What was the score? Nah, terrible scores. Doesn't matter. I got like 85 or something like that. One easy. Um, rebuilding has, has been documented. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's tanking for the draft next year. first pick. <laughs> Every year. Get this guy from Florida State tonight and do some scouting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Next pick. Me, me and you were two and one. Danny was one and one and one. That Patriots got him the push. He picked the Jets. Um, you won on the Niners. 
And something else. Uh, I won on Arizona. And the Ravens didn't come off uh, me. We both lost on the Ravens. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so this week, I haven't looked at any of these yet, so I'm picking on the fly. All right. San Francisco 49ers at the Pittsburgh Steelers. I've got a six-point spread for this one. Six and a half? Okay, maybe it's moved. I don't know. I'm, uh, I'm not going for that one. I've decided that the odds are crappy. Okay. Baltimore right. Ravens. Dallas Cowboys at the Philadelphia Eagles. Dallas Cowboys plus five. Gonna take that. Okay. Gonna take that. Is someone writing this down? No. Should we have all your record as well? Um, I'm gonna take the Jacksonville Jaguars plus five point five against the Miami Dolphins at home. Gotcha. And New York Giants minus two point five against Atlanta. Terrible picks. Three terrible picks. There. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're, they're just the first three that I read. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'll take that one. <laughs> I'm going to take the Rams of St. Louis, or for now of St. Louis, minus three points at the Washington Redskins, just to rub it in even more on the, the amazing trade that they got when uh, the Redskins picked RG3. Um, and I don't know any other odds. So I want to take... Tell me what the Houston Texans are at the Carolina Panthers, please, Danny. Minus, Houston Texans plus three, Carolina Panthers minus three. I'll take Houston. Win that on the road. And I will take, I will ride that Arizona Cardinal train all the way to Chicago, where I will take the minus two. Ah. Interesting. All right, I'm going to take Tennessee... Minus one at Cleveland. Uh, Mariota's going to... Oh, always back against Cleveland. Keep no, rolling. at home. A rookie quarterback on the road coming off to... Oh, look at me. I'm a superstar. Life's easy. Like, Cleveland. Squashed. Cleveland. The Jets beat them at 95 points. Uh, I'm going to take the Falcons plus 2.5 on the road at the Meadowlands. The Giants. I think things are... The, the wheels are coming off there. The Giants were, should have won that game last week. They made one tiny mistake. Is Victor Cruz back this week? But it was... You know what? Rashad Jennings' comments were pretty interesting about like not scoring and all this kind of thing. Didn't and like, that's what was he saying. Yeah, well, he was. He basically said, you know, his first and goal with whatever forty seconds. Oh yeah. Time. And he says, hey, uh, Eli says to him in the huddle, don't score. Yeah. Whatever you do, yeah. Keep the ball in play. So like, and then Eli stupidly didn't realize that. Um, yeah, then a third down. Eli. You stop the. Cl- you you don't Dallas stop the clock when you're uh, going to score a field goal anyway. I mean, it was when you're no, an experienced was, quarterback that's been playing for twelve no, years. No, there was another one. There was, a, there was a penalty. Yeah, there was a penalty, and he thought it was a timeout. And he it, thought, yeah, so he didn't realize that they had no timeouts. Eighty-four million dollars. This guy is getting for the next four years. Yeah. All right, we gotta go. Uh, yeah, we he's got one more. He's got one. Yeah. More. Uh, and finally, give me the Patriots, of course, on the road. <laughs> no matter what price, yeah. yeah. What are they? Plus one, I think it is. Minus one. I Minus think. one. Minus one. Minus one. Well, especially yeah. not bad. <laughs> All right, that's our pod this week. It's short and sweet. Uh, it's sweltering here in Boston. We're allowed to use that word. Adrian said we could. And so uh, we'll see you again next week when we. I promise you, we'll have some good guests on. Good luck.